Welcome to the 10-Minute Transformation Podcast. I'm Dave Milford, and I'm glad you're here. The goal of this podcast is for you to be transformed, radically changed, thought, belief, character, and behavior, so you can effectively work alongside Jesus to transform your part of it. We help you break free from wounds, sin, and false beliefs from your past, know your true identity in Christ, and give you powerful tools for transformation. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button. Welcome to the Transformation Tribe. Today on the podcast, what does it mean to be Jesus' friend? Jesus is the rare older brother who also wants to be your best friend. What is that like to be Jesus' friend? Let's explore. Jesus initiated our relationship. He's our loving big brother who intervened when we were sentenced to die. He took our place so we could be free and come home to God. It was God's idea, but Jesus did it. Romans 5.8 tells us, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But Jesus chooses to be our friend, too. You didn't choose me. I chose you, said Jesus in John 15.16. The history of the world is God reaching out to his wayward children. One of the greatest revelations in life is that God and Jesus are chasing us, loving us, wanting closer relationship with us. 1 John 4.19 says, we love him because he first loved us. God initiates, we respond. That's the history of human-God relationship. We wouldn't even know God existed if he didn't touch us with his love. In love, Jesus promoted his disciples to friends. He said, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends. For all things that I hear from my Father, I've made known to you. Jesus revealed that there is a progression in the Christian life. He invites us to not only be a believer, a disciple, and a servant, but to be a friend. I have one of those rare older brothers who was always my friend. We had wild adventures when we were little kids, 8 to 10 years old, hunting for deer by climbing trees in the woods behind our house and waiting to jump on the deer as they went by. Thank goodness no deer ever did walk under our tree. Maybe they stayed away because we had a good supply of snacks and were probably munching on something. We found grapevines that swung out over a steep hollow with a stream in it. Oh, that was fun. Tarzan on TV at 7 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Grapevines at 9. We were Tarzan. Then he led. I followed. We even baptized our cat a few years earlier in a mud puddle. In the name of the Father, the Son, and in the whole you go. That cat's in heaven. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.4 has become a life scripture to me. I've had wild experiences with my brother Jesus, too. I heard him calling me out of my alcoholic darkness. He rescued me. Then he invited me to hang out with him. When I struggled to really get to know him, I prayed a radical prayer, and he invited me to go with him to Beijing, China. We spent many wonderful evenings together there, just the two of us. I made a fool out of myself asking every missionary I knew, do you hear God? How do you hear God? They even warned Karen, now my wife, about me. He's strange. He wants to hear God. But I began to hear God. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in Beijing, alone in my small apartment. I read scripture that said that we should be and we could be. It was God's giving power to us for service. Then I asked, and the Holy Spirit came on me in such power that it's impossible to describe I was there for a long time, unable to speak or do anything. I felt God's presence, and I felt loved as never before. Jesus had sent me the Holy Spirit just like he promised he would. 
in John 14, 16 to 17. He didn't leave me alone. I began to hear Jesus. I talked to him throughout the day at different times. My heart burned as he opened the scriptures to me many times, just like the two disciples on the road to Emmaus in Luke 24, 32. I don't have time to tell of the many experiences I've had with Jesus and Father God. I've prayed and felt God's power touch the lives of hundreds of people. I've seen power supernaturally heal people from cancer and other horrible diseases. I've been there co-laboring with Jesus as he chased demons from homes in China and from people too. He has comforted me in times of loss and failure. He has supernaturally provided for me again and again, large sums and big gifts. When we respond to Jesus' invitation to be his friend, four big things happen. The insights below are from Bill Johnson's book, Dreaming with God, which I highly recommend. I'll include a link in the podcast description. Some of the language in the next four points is is his, some of the sentences. Four insights. First, when we become a friend of God, what we know changes as we get access to the heart of the Father. Servants don't know what their master is doing. They know their assigned tasks, but not much else. Jesus tells his friends his secrets. Good friends do that. He tells us what Father tells him. We get to know Father's heart. Second, our experience changes. Encounters with God as an intimate are quite different from those as a servant. These supernatural experiences transform us. Third, our function in life radically changes. Instead of working for God, we work with him. We work not for God's favor, but from his favor. In this position, he entrusts us with more of his power, and we're changed naturally into his likeness more and more. Fourth, our identity is radically transformed. Our identity is the filter through which we see and live life. Christians who live as friends and sons and daughters of God have clarity and focus. They don't conform to the expectations and requirements of our culture or other people. They want to please God. This is an important part of the Romans 12, 1-2 transformation process. Can you see yourself as Jesus' friend? The early church determined the maturity of believers using five levels. The levels are 1. Believer. Level 2. Disciple. Level 3. Servant. Level 4. Friend. and Level 5. Son or daughter of God. Now, the scripture says that we are all of those. But what is our experience? What level are we actually living at? For the first 20 years I was a Christian, I identified as a servant of God. And then for over 10 years, I had some serious physical problems, and I was unable to do much for God. And during that time, I came to realize that Jesus had long considered me a friend. My identity was not what I could do for God, but who God was to me. I'm delighted to return that friendship today. Of course, I'm still a believer, a disciple, and a servant. I still do all of those things. But I've experienced Jesus as a brother and as a friend. I've known his love so many times that I can see myself as a friend or a son. I still have a long way to go to walk in the fullness of these relationships that God offers to us, but I'm happy to be where I am today. Today is activation. God, through Jesus, invited all of us to come home and be his sons and daughters. When you desire Father and Jesus more than knowledge or results from serving, you'll find relationship with them. That's what they've been wanting from the very beginning with you. About 10 years ago, I realized that my so-called relationship with God and Jesus had become studying scripture, getting knowledge, sharing and teaching, and serving. All great things, but not relationship. I felt Jesus calling me closer. 
he led me to this scripture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37, 4, and ESB. God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit are chasing you. <laughs> they want more of your heart, more of your attention, and more of your time. Why? They love you. They want you to experience their love. It's through being loved by God that we are made whole, complete, lacking nothing. Ephesians 3.19 in the New Living Translation is so beautiful. Listen to this. May you experience the love of Christ. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. The love of Jesus Christ completes us. That's what God's after. Delight in God and Jesus. That's your activation. Talk to them. Tell them how you feel about them. Tell them what delights you about them. Tell them you want to be a friend, not just a servant. They've been waiting for you to desire more relationship. They'll gladly take you deeper. Daily approach Jesus and the Father with delight, and your desire will grow. As your desires grow, as the scripture promises, God will give you the desires of your heart himself. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe, and share it with a friend. Thank you for listening. And thank you for doing the activation to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12, 2, New Living Translation. Until next time, goodbye and God bless.